welcome to Wine Road, the wine, when, and where of Northern Sonoma County. I'm your host, Marcy Gordon, with Beth Costa, Executive Director of the Wine Road. Today's show is sponsored by Ron Rubin Winery. Without their financial support, we would not be here recording today. They've come to our rescue and are sponsoring our podcast for the entire year. We encourage you to get to know them. Check out their website by visiting ronrubinwinery.com. Welcome to episode 151. Today, our guest is Talia Hart, and she is the CEO of the Healdsburg Chamber of Commerce and Visitor Center. And she's here to tell us all about what's new and what's happening in Healdsburg. Welcome, Talia. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here, and we have a lot going on, so I'm looking forward to all the questions that you may have. So that's the thing. It's like we you were on the show. It seems like it's been maybe, I don't know, a year more since you were on, but there is so much happening in Healdsburg right now. I thought we need to get you back because <laughs> everything is back open. Everything is happening, and in Healdsburg, uh, there's a lot of new things Hillsburg happening. Is popping. Yeah, I I, yeah. I um, happen to come into town. Our office is at the north end of town, so I don't see right. what's happening downtown on a regular basis. But if I happen to come downtown on a Saturday, I mean, it's there's people walking everywhere and shopping bags. And, you know, it's 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 like, we're back. <laughs> it's great. I mean, I feel like since we've kind of opened back up after the, you know, last couple of years of COVID and everything happening, people just really want to get out. The community wants to get out and be part of the community. Right. We have the regular visitors that are coming, especially the drive market. And now we're starting to see the fly market come back as well. So it has been incredibly busy and, and we're, we're fortunate. I mean, I think that there are places that are, we're coming back a little bit slower, but right. I mean, our hotels, have been packed, our restaurants have been packed, and we have all kinds of new things, you know, in town that people are really wanting to see. So it's kind of this just new mecca of fun. And it's a, and I think you a good point is actually, like you said, the locals also are out because they haven't yeah. been out for such a long time. So they're really taking advantage of where they live and what there is to see and do. So. And that's the thing about Healdsburg. It has such a community of locals. I mean, uh, th- there's a it's not like a tourist destination. It's just like it is a place you get to experience like a local when you visit. Yeah, we have, you know, a sort of like a live like a local theme to things. But I I would say that's the most surprising thing when people come to visit here is they do feel like they're part of the community. It still has this small town warmth and genuine uh, just hospitality part of it that people want to make you feel like you're in Healdsburg and from Healdsburg. Right. So it's really nice. I mean, I think that's a lot of the feedback that I receive uh, from visitors and then from businesses as well that come to do maybe a conference here or something. They're expecting it to be a little bit different just because people think, ooh, wine, as you know, Beth, like wine, wine right. country, you know, it <laughs> comes with this certain um, perception and people just really like, really do love it. So I, I feel super fortunate and, you know, I, I think you guys were talking a little bit about things that have been new and, you know, Little Saint, our big vegan restaurant opened yeah. um, on Earth Day and it's a beautiful space with uh, craft cocktails and there's a little grocery area. There's a wine that's from all over, um, an amazing restaurant and a cafe that you can go there in the morning. And by the way, Beth, if you haven't tried the brioche strawberry 
biscuit in the morning. It is amazing. <laughs> so <laughs> like the last time you were on the strawberry jam out of it. The last time you were on the show, you were talking about quail and condor. And, and you gave us I'm the like, hint. I hadn't even heard of it. You I know gave us... Oh my God, now I'm just like this quail and condor addict. <laughs> well, well, Talia gave us, uh, told us the t- best time to go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Talia knows right. where this to go. how you avoid the line. Yeah. This is how you're like, oh right. no. <laughs> yeah. And so, yes, Little Saint has recently opened a fabulous building that was originally shed. The shed. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that's happening. And then speaking of quail and condor, we have Troubadour. Yes. Which and is... Tr- have you had the sandwiches? No, I have not. Uh, I knew. I, I just am not living the wine country life. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We need to go on like a tour. I know. I know. We, I know. we just need to do a Healdsburg Day because mm-hmm. I am dying to have their egg salad. Yeah. Oh my God! I, I, ha- mean, I see, see those pictures, pictures and I just, I just like go weak. Yep. I want it. <laughs> Fresh baked <laughs> bread every day, and and Melissa and Sean are great. They've done such a good job, and really, they've just got this following. So, but they pastrami sandwich is amazing. They have a vegetable or vegetarian sandwich every day, but the bread, I can't even describe it. It's like this crisp but dense like moist delicious bread that just melts in your mouth so it's always very complimentary to whatever sandwich is there a couple chairs inside or is it just get it to go um there are tables inside there's more like a bar area kind of wraps around the windows windows oh that's right one big farm table okay as well so um, we've had a lot of listeners, I talked about this on the last show, a lot of listeners who've said, we need to go back and do itineraries. We used to do like three days in Healdsburg, three yeah. days in Forestville, and we haven't done that during the pandemic. And so time I update. think that it's time we need to do a three days in Healdsburg and Marcy and I need to, yeah. I need to make yeah. it happen. We do need to make it happen. <laughs> yeah, we have to get our field notes <laughs> and create our itineraries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what else is new is Lo and Behold. Tell us about that. Oh, yeah. Lo and Behold is great. They have, um, they're right on the front of the roundabout, actually right conveniently for me across from the <laughs> Chamber of Commerce. <laughs> conveniently <laughs> or dangerously. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have amazing craft cocktails. Um, there's a group of people that actually were at Duke's prior who had a lot of different experience and they went and opened lo and behold it's very quaint very warm lots of locals as well um they do have a really amazing patio because it was formerly Mateo's right right and so they have that great outdoor space Yeah, the outdoor Um, space is amazing yeah yeah, it's really pretty and if you haven't had their uh chicken tenders it's more like an an entire chicken like you think it's chicken tenders you know what you're going to get or see it like Chick-fil-A or something. Right, right. But it's really <laughs> delicious. And they also have a peanut butter chocolate banana cake. Oh, my. So, you know, I just have to do my job like, like going the, around and trying. I like all your things. voice when you say it, the peanut butter chocolate. I'm like, okay, sold. <laughs> Talia speaks of it with reverence. I know. <laughs> yeah. So they also do these pop-ups with, um, like, they're doing one with Sansang now, which is a Thai uh, restaurant that doesn't, they can't afford to really have their own kitchen. Mm-hmm. So different places have been hosting them. Lioko had them there for a while. Oh, um, cool. I think Miracle Plum Kitchen in uh, oh, yeah. San Rosa. Oh, yeah. We love them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it, if you come up on a Tuesday right now through May, they do this Thai pop-up. I took 10 girls last week. Oh, my And gosh. we just ordered everything. Wow. Shrimp patties to the Branzini. They have, like, some amazing, amazing things on the menu. And it's very authentic. A lot of fresh sauces. And so lo and behold matches their they've kind of made like four or five signature uh thai cocktails to go with the food well and that's that's on tuesdays yeah tuesday you know the pop-up concept has really become the way for people to do proof of concept Mm -hmm. and you know kind of bootstrap it up and then 
you know, with their popularity, then go into opening a, a real uh, spot. Absolutely. It's a great way, too, for people. A lot of the restaurants, you know, especially with employment the way it is right now, they can't uh, really be open every right. day. So this gives them an opportunity to maybe lease or rent their space to maybe an entrepreneur who wants to test the market but really isn't able to, you know, fully build their own space. So it's just a win-win for everybody. It, it really is. Yeah. And, you know, if you think about even Quail and Condor, Melissa and Sean, they started the farmer's market. Right. Right. So it's just that exposure that you need for people you build to build that following. Food. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. At a at a kind of a low risk level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And have you been to the new Matheson as well? Yes, I was wall? just gonna say so next, I have I? been there, so I can check one thing off. <laughs> oh good, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I managed to get there early, like in December. And oh, right. um yeah, it was really fantastic. Super fun. Yeah, great rooftop experience. You know, they've got the rooftop where they do more of the kind of pizzas, a little bit more mm-hmm. casual fare than they have the downstairs restaurant, the downstairs restaurant, but everyone is really enjoying the wine wall because they have over 80 wines that you can taste. That wine wall is amazing. I mean, just, yeah. it's, it's really, the selection they have is incredible. It's really beautifully displayed. It's really, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, the restaurant's beautiful itself. I mean, Dustin obviously is a sort of local celebrity around here, but already having Valette, everybody was pretty excited for Matheson and that's just been a great concept, um, but the place is packed. I mean, you definitely, on a you know weekend, you probably want to get there at 4.30 or 5 just to check in as soon as they open. I went there in December on a Thursday, and I didn't make a reservation because I'm thinking, you know, it's Thursday on a de- yeah. in December, and they accommodated us. <laughs> but I mean, it was full. It was, yeah. it was packed. Yeah, it's definitely a happening place. Great reputation for them. Yeah. And then um, in the summer, are the concerts starting back up in Healdsburg, the concerts in the square? Or? Yeah, there's going to be uh, concerts on the plaza again on um, same like, Tuesday nights. And I know they were looking for specific um, food trucks and things to come in this year. Um, they have the music lined up. Those start, I believe, next week. Yeah, so they start soon. soon. Okay. Yeah. So those are going to be going, and then the Farmer's Market on Saturdays. Yeah, Farmer's Market's here. A lot of our listeners really, I mean, they they want to check out the Farmer's Markets, even if they're just, um, a lot of people come and have vacation rentals, so they are cooking while they're here. And, um, yeah, they want to check out the local And that's a great market. Yeah, it's a beautiful market there. We also have a couple of new Wine Road member tasting rooms. We have Jeff Cohen Sellers. We have Ariat. Um, so there is a lot going on. Yeah, there's a couple new wineries. You know, Jeff Cohen is here. And, you know, they came from Sonoma, so we love, you know, supporting other locals. And they've done a great job trying to, you know, get out and about and to a new community and really come to things. Um, so I really like them. Trattori also. So they're opening up on the plaza as well. Obviously, they have a beautiful space in the vineyards, but they also have a tasting room coming where JCB used to be. You know, it's nice because when um, we talk to customers who are going to be here for, you know, multiple days, we really do encourage the fact that you can spend one day just without a car in Healdsburg and visit. There's so many taste rooms that are out just within walking distance. Then you can do restaurants, you can do shopping and not have to drive around, but really taste great wine. So I'm always excited yeah. when there's another taste room that is opening. Yeah, so. we're definitely one of the more walkable destinations. Mm-hmm. 
So it's nice to have everything, you know, people feel like they can stay at a property, um, you know, and then just ride the bike down or use one of the shuttles and they don't really have to have a car when they're here. So that is nice. And speaking of properties, we have some news on the property front too, like starting with the Madrone. Yes, beautiful space. So Madrona Manor has just gone through a renovation um, and there are four people that were heavily involved. But if you haven't been up there, it's just they kept the um, concept of how, you know, basically community driven it was and just this beautiful manor and a great space. But the aesthetic and vibe is just very updated and cozy and warm and chic and like it's just a really beautiful place and people I haven't had lunch there yet I'm actually going up there next week but I guess the food is also amazing um they have lunch and dinner oh it's nice if they have lunch I didn't realize that and Jesse is still the chef I believe oh I think so yeah yeah and he was going to be really remodeling and revamping the whole menu so yeah I'm excited to check out what they what he has going I think they have a really good variety of food, but it's it's beautiful. I mean, I think for anyone who's just doing even a day trip to just to go up there and even have a glass of wine or a cocktail if you're not having a meal, it's worth stopping yeah, by. Yeah, the, the gardens are beautiful. Yeah. So we were talking about all the um, taste rooms within walking distance, and um, I forgot to mention that Marcy and I have been sipping on a Sangiovese <laughs> This morning, from right now, yeah, yeah, from Selby Winery. That's why usually the winemakers here talk about their wine. I thought, okay, so um, I had brought this from home because I wanted to bring a wine that is walkable from Healdsburg. So it's yes. from Selby. Um, okay. I love Susie Selby and all the things she has going. Yeah. This is uh, her Sangiovese from yeah. 2016. Ooh, this is lovely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry, Talia. We didn't because you're on the phone. We didn't want to make you too jealous okay. by telling I you what we're drinking. Um, but I thought I should. You can just drop a glass or bottle by yeah. any yeah. time when you're headed exactly. into town on your walk to Lo and Behold. Yeah, we'll put it in the, the transporter. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, have you all been out to the Wild Haven glamping as well? Oh yeah. In fact, I, we had him as a guest. It, it was cool. We had him as a guest, and I have oh, since. I mean, I don't know when he was on a few months ago, but I have since had three podcast listeners who have actually booked stays with him That's because awesome. they heard on the show and they sounded so great. They checked out their website and they've all let me know that they booked, you know, their days, May, June, July. It's super cool. It is so nice. And he's done some really fun uh, events. Like Marcy and I felt like we totally missed out because he had a get, he had live music on New Year's and I had a party for that. And That had, would have been fun uh, to, yeah, do to do New Year's. To stay out there and yeah. do New Year's would be fun. Yeah. Did something on Valentine's. There's such a range of lodging. You've got, you know, on the high end, the montage, and then you yeah. have glamping. I mean, right. it's fun thing for everybody. But that's... Well, and we've got three more properties coming on. One that's hopefully, you know, in the process of right. potentially getting approved. And then that will be... Um, by uh, the Hotel Healdsburg Group. And then we also have Mill District, obviously. And they're getting ready to announce who they're going to be partnering with for their hotel. And then at the north end, North Village, where Comstock is building, we will have um, Charlie Palmer with the Maker Group is going to have a property there. So it's, you know, those are the two kind of end caps of our community. But it's so great because, uh, you know, working with the Hotel Improvement District Group, and they do so much for the community in terms of giving back with the destination development grants and, and putting money back into the community. But they really, 
they tell me like all these new properties are amazing because it just drives people into different ones and then there's more things for people to do and stay and play and have options while they're here. Like you said, we, we've got montage, we've got glamping, we've got, you know, anything in between as well. So I wanted to, um, maybe you could share a little bit of information about uh, the Mill District because if people have heard about that or seen like what, how would you describe what is the Mill District? When you drive into town, it's really one of the first areas you're going to see that is being still under construction and ha- things happening. But ultimately, what is going to be there? What is the Mill District? <laughs> so there's the Mill District is just um, kind of a, a community of its own um, within Sonoma County that's going to have in Healdsburg here, right off, like you said, at the beginning of town, some apartments um, that will be hopefully completed in 2022, in the late 2022, so fall, winter. Um, there's going to be 43 residents available, and those will be um, starting between May and then November of 2023. They're hoping the hotel portion of it gets um built in starting in 2022 but opening in the spring of 2024 so there's hoping to have everything complete there's three phases an early late and kind of a spring phase of 2025 but there'll be mixed use development there'll be a restaurant there'll be hotels if you haven't seen canopy who's actually building um, these places, they're absolutely stunning. And they have a concierge uh, partnership with Single Thread. Oh. So they're going to be having all sorts of events and opportunities for wine and cooking and, you know, again, all sorts of things. But they also have a preserve um, that's going to be just an area where people can kind of hang out. Um, and then they have the planned hotel and retail. So it's just like a whole another little village. Like I said, we'll have the front end of town, and then we'll have the north village at the north end. So people could actually already check that out. They they have a website, I think, that is just milldistrict.com, mm-hmm. and um, yep. kind of see what the concept is and see what's going to yeah. be happening. And a lot of things are already a lot of things are already sold. Yeah, so. that's what I've heard. It's um, funny because it was seems like it was nothing for so long, oh, and then yeah. it was really all kind of fenced off with mesh and kind of yep. funky and, and, you know, some sign that's going to be something. And then the next thing you know, it's new pavement all down the front of it, and the signage looks great, and it's like, wow, it's full speed ahead. It's looking cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, they also have a 10-acre garden. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, that's going to be really cool, and it's got a succulent garden, rose, butterfly gardens. They're going to have... Uh, swaying grasses component of that, oh, yeah, yeah. a rain garden, a fern garden. So it's going to be a great place to just obviously walk around, grab That's your huge. coffee. I mean, 10 acres out. is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really big. Um, so, yeah, they're yeah. going to have Katina from Single Thread do the head, be the head farmer, and they have a wine director and a head chef. So right. all, all kinds of different fun things, again, coming into wine country. That's awesome. Something to look forward to. Something to look forward to. It's time for our Fast Five. Who's on the phone today? Hi, this is Bobby Tirano from Teldesky Winery, F. Teldesky Winery in Dry Creek. Awesome. And so what's your Fast Five recipe? It's pepperoni bread. Oh, my Mm, gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yes. It's a family special. So what are the ingredients and how do we make it? Okay. 
Well, the ingredients are dough, one pizza dough. One you can pizza either, dough. You can use, uh, usually they have it in the stores. Mm-hmm. You can get the pizza dough. Right. Or you can even use the Pretchard Farm one right. because it's rolled out thin already. Okay. You know, and then you'd get uh, pepperoni, sliced pepperoni. One bag of sliced pepperoni is probably good enough. They usually come in the bags like six ounces or eight ounces. Correct. You know? And uh, like a, a little bit more than a quarter pound of provolone mm-hmm. sliced. Yep. Okay. So then you actually, when you're doing this, you roll out your dough. You make sure it's nice and thin. Okay. Then you layer the first the pepperoni all along the whole thing, and then the uh, cheese on top of it all the way around, and then you roll the bread. Keep on rolling it, and you close up the ends. Make okay, sure you so close I roll up the that ends. out like a long yeah, you rectangle, know, it, not like a no, pizza. It, no, it could be like a pizza. It could be round. Okay, okay. It's just you fill it up, and then okay. so when you roll it, it'll actually roll like right. like almost like a like, like a, a big croissant, like a big yeah. croissant, okay. right? Exactly, wow. like a calzone. Yeah, you know, like a calzone. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but it'll roll up, okay. and um, and so and then you spark it up, <laughs> and then you take an. You have to. This is the most important part. You have to have the egg yolk. Okay. Just the egg yolk, and you brush on you the wash. egg yolk on the whole thing, mm-hmm. wash it all the way around, and then you take sesame, uh, uh, poppy seeds, mm-hmm. poppy seeds, and you put poppy seeds all on it, right? Okay. And then, uh, so then you, you know, then you can, if you have a, um, you know, a uh, stone, you yes. can put it on a stone. Pizza stone oh, yeah. A pizza stone mm-hmm. is yeah. a good way to go. It's like 400 degrees right. for like 25 minutes, and then you ch- just check it, you know, make sure that you got it in the middle of the oven, mm-hmm. you know? And that's and, it? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Awesome. Yeah. And then what you know? wine do you drink with that? Well, any any kind of red wine you could drink with it, but usually I like the Terranova for All us. Right. Okay. Uh, sour Terranova is, is my favorite, so that's one I would drink with it. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And when I make this, I'm going to get the bread from it is delicious. Cusho's, and I'm going to let it rise and then roll that out. Mm. Right, right. That's yeah. great. Yeah. All right. So yeah, we'll so. put that uh, recipe in the show notes. Thank you. Marcy, do you have a book that you would like to share with somebody? I do. I have a new book, and it's called Stephen Spurrier, A Life in Wine. And Stephen Spurrier is a man who really was fundamentally responsible for putting California on the wine map. Mm -hmm. He created the Judgment of Paris, where the California wines were side by side with the French wines, and all the California wines won the competition. And it was like, quail horror, you know. It's a big it, was deal. Like, yeah. it was a big <laughs> People are shake still up, talking about it. But um, it really did, that was 1972, mm-hmm. so it's almost, what, 50, 60 years yeah. ago. That's really the the kick in the pants that our California wine world became noted. So A Life in Wine, this is his story? And- it's his story. It, it starts with um, several essays by uh, contemporaries of his, mm-hmm. and then the story about how he came to Paris. He's had a little oh. wine shop. It's a fascinating book. And then met his wife and where they lived and just all how integrated wine was in his li- life. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and, and he, I think he died last year, um, so it was just completed right before his death, but it's a really wonderful book, and he is like really one of the when you think of wine, his name. Right. Because of the Judgment of Paris. Oh. So oh, really highly cool. recommend it. Great book. Yeah, great book to just kind of drink your wine with. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. All the, the books. wine you're drinking today, right? Yeah, yes. exactly. encourages you to participate in the wine country community. <laughs> Every book I recommend goes pairs with, with a glass of wine, without yes, a doubt. Yeah, that's so, what maybe there should be a book tour bath with yeah. wine road where you yeah. go to each member winery and there's a book that you you know you have to be reading. 
like a progressive book club. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I like that. Exactly. I'm all over that. I'll work with you on that. That's great. Right. Right. Yeah, okay, ladies, yeah. get, get the details like, together. You know, like a progressive potluck party. Yeah. It's progressive book club party. I just want to get. I just want to be able to get in the car and somebody do it for me. I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, me. I, I'll do the podcast. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> I know that sounds good. So I did want to tell you, Mars, that I did just get a note from uh, Colleen Stubite, or Stubite saying that she loved the wine pairing book that you talked about um, maybe a month or so ago. She actually bought several copies as a hostess gift. So I think that's super cool. I went back and looked to see, and I think it might have been the Wine Dine Dictionary. Yes, I'm not sure. that's a great book. Yeah. You know, I personally use that a lot when I'm writing tasting notes. Mm -hmm. Because it gives you such great ideas for different pairings. It talks about the, the texture and the style of wine and how that relates and pairs with food. That is a wonderful book. Yes, well, I'm glad cool. she enjoyed it. I know. I thought that was cool. <laughs> well, have you been out, speaking of that, um, which is kind of fun, have you all been out to Bacchus Landing yet? I was just going to ask you about that because that's another new yeah, another new facility event venue. We have like five um, tasting rooms. And... Yeah, and it's gorgeous. Um, we just did a team building out at Smith Story over there the other day, but they have the setting, they have Aldina, they have several wineries, and then the big marketplace. And you can go out there anytime, but on weekends they will have food trucks oh. or li like live music this Fun. weekend. Uh they have things like... A Mother's Day bazaar, or they'll have something for um, December, and they'll, you know, they'll have right. a holiday bazaar. But it's great, and you, a beautiful, beautiful event space. And the owners are just the Lopez's are an amazing family, and they've really done a great job. So I encourage people too. You can literally take a book, sit out in their like little piazza area. They've got lots of seating, and taste wine from four or five different places. I just recently read that there at Bacchus Landing and I guess one of the event centers that a wine school is going to be there. So I in the past, you used yeah. to have to go to San Francisco or right. Napa, Napa, but mm -hmm. that is wonderful because Sonoma really didn't have a place that you could really get certifications. And that's right. just not for wine professionals, but even lay people who want to know more. There's exactly. nothing like taking a wine class that really deepens your experience. And so what a great place to be able to do that, like right in the heart of wine country. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm not sure exactly who it's under. Is it like WSCT or I think California it is Wine WSCT. School? But it's funny because I just read that too yeah. and I kept thinking I need to do something about But I just, <laughs> I love that idea because classes are usually, you know, in South San Francisco or at right, CIA right. in Napa. So to have that in Healdsburg, that, that's going to be a great, a great asset. Yeah, it'll be a great asset, especially just it's conveniently located. And like I said, their event space is beautiful. I've been to a couple of things there um, because they, you know, rented out for many different things. But I think a, uh, Leadership Santa Rosa was held there and I spoke on tourism and um, it was just, it's a great space and there's just access to all these different things. So that'll be a great component to add as well as you're speaking about. Sweet. We'll add that to our little list of Alrighty. places yeah. to do and yeah. things we have to say. We've so, got to uh, get on this walking tour, ladies. I, I know. Yes, well, we, we have to. <laughs> we're going to read things on my list. <laughs> we have to restart our itinerary series. Yeah. And so we'll definitely have to get out in the field now. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> So I thought I'd... we'll have Talia tour us of all the the great places for desserts and croissants. I know. And, you know. When it comes to we'll have you lead us. Me. Yeah. <laughs> so I did want to give a little shout out to one of our most recent 
uh, reviewers who reviewed us uh, the podcast on um, iTunes, which is an effort to try to find where to review things on iTunes. So I appreciate every review we get. So this came from someone that is named Miss Debbie, like B-E-E. It's cute, Miss Debbie. Miss Debbie. So she said, she gave us five stars, and she said, this podcast has everything, not only informative, but entertaining. As I listen to Beth Beth and Marcy, it feels like being on a patio with two great friends chatting about all things wine over a glass or bottle of wine. Awesome. Highlights for me are hearing from the winemakers and the vineyard owners about their offerings, learning about new wine items and books, and being current on all things wine country. These ladies seem to ask all the questions that come to mind and help provide the answers by hosting a great show with amazing guests. I've highly recommended it to all my whining friends. She said I'd give it 10 stars if I could. So yay. So Miss Debbie, Miss thank Debbie, you. Thank you. Like well, that certainly made my day. Mission accomplished. That's what <laughs> we feel like. We feel like we are sitting with our listeners on the deck hanging out. Yeah. That's a great review. Thank you so I much. I love it. Yeah, that's so, a wonderful. If review. you have if you have time and you have um, the patience, try to find how to make, write a review <laughs> on iTunes. <laughs> so that's it. Is there anything else that we need to know about Healdsburg and and you know what people need to do? Should they just go to Stay Healdsburg? Is that a good link for them you to check go out? To Heals, go to Healdsburg dot com. Okay. Or StayHealdsburg dot com. Both okay. of which um, one is just more forward-facing towards the visitor, and the other one has a local list of businesses and also things to do as well. Great. Perfect. So, yeah, and we just were, what we want to say is we're open. We're welcome for every, looking forward to everyone coming and having an experience here and letting us know what you think. That's all righty. Well, Talia, thank you so much for being our guest. We'll put a link to the chamber. We'll put a link to every place we discussed on the podcast, and we'll see you on the wine road. 